Oh, fun. You're here. We're here. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's Monday, February the 19th, Family Day. Here's what we're working on this morning. Simone Gavros has a list of fun Family Day activities from around the region. We're going to take a look at protests across the country calling for an end to high grocery prices. And it was a record-setting night for the NBA, the All-Star Game, and a local guy, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, was right in the middle of it. There is no place I would rather be on this family day than with my work family. Yeah, As it says in the teleprompter. <laughs> well, that's why I was just about to say the same thing. Really? <laughs> wow. Happy family day. Yeah, and yes. family Brian, day. how yes. are you doing? You as well. You yeah. as well. Is there anyone on the roads today? <laughs> I saw... I think one vehicle on my way in today. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, a couple I, of mine, I, maybe going home. Uh, yeah, there <laughs> yeah. might be a little bit more. I, I've been looking at the MTO traffic cameras and uh, it's pretty sparse this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very sparse. Uh, so uh, we're looking at a bit of sunshine for the day okay. today, which will be nice. Uh, a little flurry activity this morning, but we should be milder today. We should hit the freezing mark for the day. Zero is what we should get to. Uh, so. Right now, it's on the chilly side, minus 6, wind chill about minus 9. So that's how we're starting out this morning. Skies are mostly cloudy at the moment. So shall we have a look at traffic, see if there's anything going on out there? Okay, why not, seeing as we're here. Um, here's the 403 and Waterdown Road. You can see not a lot happening there. And pretty much that's the way it is on our MTO traffic cameras. Centennial Parkway, there's a look at what's going on top of the Burlington Skyway Bridge, all the way through Bronte, going through Burlington, Oakville, Mississauga, all looks the same. So please take it carefully if you're out going to be driving today and enjoying Family Day. We'll look at weather and traffic coming up in a few minutes. Right now, the news. This is the day that the MTO camera is going to be perfect. <laughs> you know what I'm Brian? When you don't need them, they're going to be right on cue. Perfect. Okay, let's get into it. And yeah, it's family day here in Ontario when most of the province gets the, the day off to, to stay home and spend time with loved ones. There are a number of events and activities around the region to make the most of the day. Simone Gavros joins us live from the outdoor rink at Hamilton's uh, waterfront uh, with more. Happy family day to you, Simone. Happy Family Day, Tim. Yes, I'm here at the waterfront. Right behind me is the skating rink here. And this is going to be just one of the many activities that families can do today to spend the day together. Now, earlier today, well, this morning, we didn't really see much, many people here. We saw one person who was skating. He's wrapped up his skating for today. But if you are looking for something to do that's more out of this world, the Canadian Warplane Museum is going to be having some space-filled fun. That's for everyone today. That's been happening all week long and it's from nine to five today some visitors were lucky enough to meet canadian astronaut dr dave williams on saturday so that was happening all weekend but if you're looking to get outside you can skate for free at all city arenas in hamilton from one to three today there's also free skating at the Welland Main Arena from 10 to 2, the Fleming Center in Beamsville starting at noon, and the Peach King Center in Grimsby from 1 to 4. Now, in terms of closures, there's several businesses that'll be closed for the holiday, including banks, libraries, and most malls and grocery stores. Buses are going to be operating on a Sunday schedule. Garbage pickup will be delayed by a day for most places. And it's an off-peak day for electricity rates. 
So we're going to be here, hopefully seeing some family spending the day skating right behind me here at the waterfront. But those details of closures are all going to be available on our website at chch.com. Annette, I'll send things over to you. Okay, thanks very much. Well, Hamilton police are investigating the death of a man who was hit while walking on the Red Hill Valley Parkway. It happened Saturday night around 11 o'clock. The 29-year-old, whose name was not released, was struck in the downbound lanes just north of King Street. The driver of the vehicle that hit him and other witnesses are cooperating with police. Both directions of the Red Hill were closed for several hours until early Sunday morning. There were protests across Canada over the weekend calling for an end to price gouging for groceries. Yeah, this is the demonstration Saturday in Hamilton by the Social and Economic Justice Group, ACORN. They say consolidation within the grocery industry is driving up prices. ACORN says Canadian grocery chains set new records last year with a combined profits of $6 billion, twice as much profit as they had before the pandemic. ACORN is urging the federal government to tax what they say are excessive grocery store profits and place a price cap on essential food items. The House of Commons committee is pushing large grocery chains to agree to a voluntary grocery code of conduct or face potential legislation. Community workers and researchers are praising a report by the federal housing advocate. Marie-Josée Houle says homeless encampments are a national human rights crisis. People on government income support programs are increasingly ending up in tents or in homeless encampments. She's calling for a hike to minimum wages and income support rates to reflect the current cost of living. At the moment, the standard payment for someone without a home is $380 a month. Meantime, a group in Paris, Ontario has been spending the family day long weekend away from their families and their homes. They are raising awareness for those who have no choice but to live outside. About a dozen people are sleeping outside for three nights for Brave the Cold. It's a charity that raises money and awareness for those who are homeless. Their goal is to raise $10,000, money that's going to be split between five charities in the Brantford area. Speaking of Brantford. Mm, yeah, the Brantford Bulldogs are hosting their annual family day game this afternoon. So last week we showcased the Bulldogs Foundation and their breakfast program in both the Hamilton and the Telephone City. This morning we have a look at a brand new endeavor supported by the foundation. It's called uh, Take a Shot. And it is run by the Brantford Community Hockey League with the help from the Bulldogs Foundation. Program begins with learning how to put on the equipment properly and, burn, and learning basic uh, hockey drills. And who better to help out than members of the Bulldogs themselves? It's all about being part of a team and being a part of a community and just learning from others and um, yeah, just having fun. Especially with things like this, just being able to connect to the fans, connect to just the little kids to you know, maybe provide a future in hockey or in the OHL. It's any child that has um, not had an opportunity to play uh, hockey for many different reasons. So we're giving them a starting point. Having fun yeah. and learning new things you haven't done before. And there's still time to help the Bulldogs Foundation fund programs like this one by buying a 50-50 ticket. You can use the QR code on your screen. The money goes to help things like Take a Shot and their breakfast program, which we profiled all last week. The 50-50 draw, by the way, is going to be done this afternoon during the Family Day game against the Erie Otters. Puck drop is at 2 o'clock at the Brantford Civic Centre. Had a little peek at that 50-50 draw. It's over 27,000.
Yeah, Ooh, that's a huge jump over the weekend. Yeah, big time. So, uh, yeah, because uh, Peggy Chapman from the foundation was here on Friday and it was like 10,000. Mm -hmm. So, good stuff. Keep that going. Okay, let's kick off a sports line with the NBA All-Star Game coming from Indiana, where there was a couple of players we had our eyes on, including some local CanCon. Earning his first start in his second All-Star Game is the floor general of the Oklahoma City Thunder, Shay Gilchis Alexander. Yeah, there's Hamilton's own SGA making his first ever start, voted in as a starter for the West. Raptors represented by really the one and only bright spot for them this season, which is Scotty Barnes making his first ever All-Star appearance. SGA was his usual consistent self, knocking down the first bucket for the West and scoring right on his average for the year, dropping 31 points. Scotty Barnes also with a solid appearance in his first game. Throwing down a, a couple of buckets. He would finish with the 16. The game returned to this East versus West style for the first time in six years and had literally no defense and plenty of offense. Carl Anthony Towns, he led all scorers with 50. But Damian Lillard of the Milwaukee Bucks was showing off his range, knocking down a couple of buckets from half court. He finished with 39. He got MVP honors for the first time ever. A team broke 200 points in the game. There was 397 points combined as the East beat the West 211 to 186, which kick-started the debate again about how do you make this game competitive. In the corner, Lafreniere. Fox down low, they score! Mika's a Zibanejad! Well, there was a competitive game in the second half of the stadium series in New York. What a comeback for the Rangers in front of 80,000. The second game at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Down too late, the Blue Shirts would score twice, including that Mika Zibanejad goal right there that tied things up just over a minute to go against the Islanders. And then they would beat the Isles, their rivals, 10 seconds into overtime and a goal that had to be reviewed but counted as Islanders' Noah Dobson knocked the net off as it went in. Rangers win a thriller, 6-5. All right, what a night in uh, Pittsburgh as Jeremy Jagger returned to the Penguins as they retired his number 68 into the rafters. There's the players sporting his mullet for the warm-ups. <laughs> Jagger at 52, he still plays pro hockey in Czechia, so he came out for the warm-ups with the Pens who were sporting those mullets. Played 11 years for the franchise. Jagger, who is second behind Wayne Gretzky for most points in the NHL, had his mom and girlfriend. He had a funny line about his girlfriend. He says, you, you weren't even born when I played here. Oh, man. Goodness, number 87. Did get the, we'll get the same treatment down the road, but Sidney Crosby would score his 31st of the season to pace the Pens, but the LA Kings would ruin the party as they would win it 2-1. Let's go to the ice in Montreal, who were coming off a 3-0 loss to Toronto on Friday where that attendance record was set with over 19,000 at Scotiabank to witness uh, that game. Well, they had uh, the barn burning here too because Sarah LaFour would break a 1-1 tie in the second. It held up as the winner. Montreal moves a point behind Minnesota who does hold top spot in the PWHL. There was an interesting moment right at the end of the game as Minnesota thought the game was over because the crowd was making so much noise despite having some time uh, still left on the clock. We'll talk more about that record-setting game over the weekend coming up in uh, Sportsline. Got one more thing for you. Yeah, the Great American Race wasn't so great yesterday. Daytona 500 had to be postponed because Mother Nature brought two days of rain to Daytona International Speedway. First time since 2012 that uh, Daytona was postponed a full day as they will run the race this afternoon with Joey Logano on pole.
Okay, 12 minutes after 6 o'clock, it's family day. So as we start with traffic here this morning, don't expect to see an awful lot. I mean, there are some vehicles out there. Yeah, like uh, us, we had to drive in, so maybe you do as well. Uh, looking at the 403 and Waterdown Road, that's really easy going at the moment. So we have no reports of any collisions, no slowdowns. Here are some MTO traffic cameras, and we'll just give you a few. KiwiW Martindale, we'll start in St. Catharines, come up to Centennial Parkway. You're not seeing any problems. Brand Street through Burlington. Oakville looks good at the Ford plant. Mississauga at Etobicoke Creek wide open, so no problems there. All right, temperature. We have just fallen a degree. We were minus six. We're now sitting at minus seven. The winds fairly light, thankfully, after that windy day we had yesterday. That was such a cold wind. Um, winds light uh, now north at five, making it feel like minus nine. It is mostly cloudy at the moment, but we're still getting with that north to northwesterly flow. Look at that snow squall coming off of Lake Huron, and that's been penetrating into the horseshoe with just a few flurries. So uh, that cold front uh, really dissipating high pressure is going to give us some sunshine, but it's also going to give us a more southerly flow over the next few days. So temperatures are going to go up and I know somebody over there is going to be very happy about that. So yeah, temperature is going to be way above seasonal, but <laughs> but but for today, zero to plus one to plus two, a little flurry activity is possible early this morning and then we'll see some sunshine as the day goes on. Tonight will be cold. Yes, another cold night. Minus 8 to minus 10 generally. Minus 11 for Kitchener and Guelph. Wind chill values around minus 13. But tomorrow we start to climb. 3, 4, and 5 degrees for the day tomorrow with lots of sunshine. What a lovely day for this time of year. Uh, so looking nice. And it'll get, I'll give you a hint, it'll get even milder as we head through toward the middle of the week. But out the door this morning, temperature right now minus 7, wind chill minus 9. It is mostly cloudy and we'll look long range in a few minutes and that Tim. Okay, thanks. They're hooting and hollering over there. Yeah, it's your snowboard mom. Don't you want your kids getting out in the hill? Oh, totally. They've been three times this year. I'm good. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I mean, as long as it's cold I'm enough good. for the <laughs> As long as it's cold <laughs> enough for the hills to actually like make snow. Yeah. I'm happy. We can send them really far north. It's fine. Yeah, okay. Here um, I'd like it sunny and warm. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, 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 good. good, good, good. Okay. Uh, BAFTA Awards, they were last night. Mm. So we're going to talk about some big winners mm -hmm. and one Canadian star who got a very big standing ovation. Yeah. That's coming up a little bit later on okay, in the show. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, yeah we're going to be talking about Tina Turner, big anniversary, as well as Paul McCartney. He lost something a long time ago, and it has been found. We will see you at the couch on here. this family day. Chit-chatting away. Um, okay, we'll get into some business news after the break. Um, Canada's oil sands say they have a $16 billion solution to the carbon problem. That and other business news too. Exactly 617 on your family day. Here's a look at some numbers for you. Business numbers. Canadian dollar is up four basis point. This morning sitting at 74.2 cents US. Gold up over six bucks, 20, 30, 20 an ounce. Crude oil down 69 cents, 77, 77 a barrel. Off to Europe we go. Hey, Europe markets are up in London, down in Frankfurt and Paris. In Asia, the markets were down today in Tokyo and Shanghai, up in Hong Kong. Checking North American markets from last week, the TSX gained 33 points. The Dow fell 145 and the Nasdaq was down by triple digits as well.
Yeah, all the markets in North America closed today because it's also President's Day uh, down south. Okay, so glad you're here on this uh, family day. Let's get into some business news. And uh, seven Alberta First Nations are looking for answers about the province's plans to inject and store millions of tons of greenhouse gases under or near their traditional lands. The Beaver Lake Cree Nation say the information they've received has been vague and they don't know how First Nation lakes, rivers or underground reservoirs will be affected by carbon pumping. Kendrell Drilling is the head of the Pathways Alliance, which represents 95% of Alberta's oil sands production. Their plan is to try and store around 15% of the annual oil sands carbon emissions underground by building $16 billion system. They say community consultations are in the early stages and will take place in a, quote, confidential matter. The White House may be dialing back strict emission rules that were proposed last year. Sources say the proposed rule change from the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency would delay strict auto emission standards until after 2030. President Joe Biden has made lowering emissions and switching to electric vehicles a very big part of his climate agenda. The EPA rule is expected to be released in the spring. Critics accuse the Biden administration of bending to U.S. automakers if this new rule goes into effect. Well, hundreds of union workers are now on strike against one of the largest brewing companies in the United States. Over 400 Teamsters hit the picket line. This is back on Saturday after negotiations could not work out a new contract with the Molson Coors Brewery. This is in Fort Worth, Texas. The union says it is trying to negotiate a new three-year contract looking for higher pay, better health and retirement benefits. So the Teamsters president says Molson Coors posted record earnings last year and its workers are fighting to get what they earned. The company says it respects the rights of the union to strike, but they have contingency plans in place and customers should not be impacted. Meantime, workers at a global packaging company in Quebec are hitting the picket lines in a series of temporary strikes. Amcor makes screw caps for wine and liquor bottles in Saint-Césaire, just outside of Montreal. Nearly 100 unionized workers at Amcor are going to walk off the job for four hours this week. It's the first of several half-day walkouts after eight months of contract negotiations. They're looking for improvements to salary, personal leave and group insurance. The artificial intelligence company OpenAI reportedly just signed a deal valuing it at more than $80 billion. That's triple wow. was what it was less than a year ago. This according to the New York Times. The deal is with the venture firm Thrive Capital, who would sell existing shares in a so-called tender offer, but allow current employees to cash out their shares. So the company fired its chief executive, Sam Altman, back in November. But he was eventually reinstated after workers threatened to leave. OpenAI has not commented on the alleged new funding deal. Okay, we're taking a break right now. Brian's going to be back with your traffic and your seven-day forecast, including the forecast for the rest of this family day. Car. <laughs> All right, 624 is the time on this family day Monday morning. Uh, we're looking at uh, some of our MTO traffic cameras, and we'll just give you a really quick run through uh, Glendale Skyway Bridge. They're looking at something here. They're really focusing in. Uh, on uh, on something across uh, so Niagara bound way over there in the distance. I'm not exactly sure what they're trying to look at through all through all that girder activity there. Uh, Broadway Road looks good. No problems at Lorne Park. 403 at Burnham Thorpe. Uh, we'll keep our eye on this and see what they're see what they're up to anyhow. All right, let's get to our temperatures that we have at the moment. We're sitting at minus seven right now. 
Factor in the winds. Thankfully, they're fairly light. They're north at five, so that makes it feel like a minus nine at the moment. Minus six Grimsby, minus eight Toronto, minus 10 into Mississauga. Don't be fooled. It's a cold start to the morning, but we are going to be a little bit milder today than we were yesterday. Yesterday, we got to minus two with that cold wind. Today, we should hit zero. The winds will be light. There's that chance of some flurries, but that'll be early this morning. Then we'll have a mix of sun and clouds for the day today. Tonight, a cold night, minus 10, wind chill minus 13, there's skies clear. And then tomorrow, look at the sunshine tomorrow, and that's going to help our temperature tomorrow. Four degrees, we'll start to get some of melting going on for the day tomorrow, and that's going to continue for a few days. Uh, those are our seasonal temperatures, zero and minus nine. Our sun times for the day today and our records for today, family day. So we're looking at zero today, minus 10 tonight, four tomorrow. Look at the temperatures come up. Six degrees for Wednesday and for Thursday. Now Wednesday, we're going to have some sun, mix of sun and clouds, but Thursday chance of showers, then the temperatures start to dip. Cloudy skies roll in, two minus one and plus two for Sunday. That's your forecast. Annette, Tim. Okay, thanks, Brian. Uh, there soon could be a way to detect cancer in dogs. The goal of this is to move the vigilance of animal cancer from the doctor's office to the families that own the animals. It can help us detect cancer earlier, and the earlier you detect cancer, theoretically you have more chances of providing appropriate care. So that's one of the researchers in Virginia that are working on a process that could or would use a urine sample to identify a healthy or a cancerous fingerprint in dogs. It's the first uh, one of the first studies using a non-invasive and rapid test. And the researchers say that their results with this urine test are about 90% accurate. The director at the Virginia Tech Animal Cancer Care and Research Center says the research could even have an impact one day on human cancer studies. Having lost a dog to uh, to cancer, that's um, and but not knowing until it was too late. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that's a bit of a bummer. I didn't know that's what happened yeah. to Alfie. Yeah, we lost Alfie to cancer. That's coming up on over five years ago now. Mm -hmm. um, well, I'm so glad you're here on this family day. We're here. We got a great show for you. So if you can uh, stick around, bring the family around. Gather, <laughs> gather get, around. Gather around. Go wake <laughs> them up right now. Go wake them up. Get downstairs. <laughs> Thank you.